Welcome to What's Working in Washington. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Today, youth leadership and why it works. How they're able to help each other academically and socially is a beautiful thing because it's not based on the deficits or deficiencies of the community, it's based on their strengths. Training the workforce for the 21st century is an issue that many discuss, but few actually execute on a daily basis. Tamara Wilds Lawson is the DC Director for Posse. He's joining us now to talk about this organization and how it's making sure that young people grow up into the kind of workers and thinkers we need. Well, tell all of us, what is Posse? It's a great name. What does it do? So the Posse Foundation is a comprehensive college access program that has been around since 1989. And the concept is that we find dynamic young people who are leaders and we send them off to college in groups of 10. That cohort model um, is responsible for helping them navigate the culture of campuses. Over 50% of our scholars are first generation. Um, And that cohort model and all of the things that come along with it have been responsible since 1989 for a 90% persistence in graduation rate. So in addition to the the cohort piece, we stick with the students. They get the scholarship in January. They are with us in something called pre-collegiate training for eight months. Once they go to campus, we see them four to five times a year, and they have a mentor on campus. So when I say comprehensive, I mean really wraparound support for these young people, which um, helps them spread their wings and essentially fulfill the potential that we know they have from the moment we interact with them for the first time. So Posse is an organization supported by businesses, wealthy families, endowments, and so forth around this this mission. This very much seems to me like what I would describe as social entrepreneurship. Yeah, well, one of the things that we have gotten better at, especially over the last five years or so, um, is pivoting a bit. So we focus on the fact that, yes, Posse is all about providing access to higher education to these phenomenal young people um, and getting them through to graduation, but the ultimate goal is to get them into the workforce so they are transforming it and uh, the workforce becomes more reflective of the country and is infused with excellence, which for me is at the core um, of diversity and inclusion, right? It's not just about having folks of color at the table, it's bringing their uh, expertise, their experience, their backgrounds um, into the boardrooms and, and making a difference. So we've got young people graduating for it from in D.C., for example, from uh, Lafayette College and going on to Google. We've got folks who are going to Deloitte. We've got folks in Harvard Medical School. You name it, they're doing it. And, um, you know, what that what that says for the corporations who want to partner with us is that, you know, beyond providing internships, what we are is a pipeline of excellence to them and for them. And that's where a lot of our value lies. Underpinning this, I think, is the old phrase, you are the company you keep, right? And it, it strikes me that uh, for many of us, we take that for granted. But the reality is, is that for most of us, success really is somewhat predetermined by who we keep company with. And do you think that that's really the secret sauce, as it were, for Posse, that it, it creates these cohorts, these opportunity for young people who come to this country, as you say, they're first, many are first generation, but not all. Right. Many are, are longstanding uh, residents and citizens. Is this a model that's scalable? Does it operate around the country? Is it something that could be bigger than it is? 
We are now in 10 cities. The last city that we opened was the Bay Area. Um, and, and just going back to the point that you made about the cross-pollinization, one of my favorite things about our program is that it is a leadership scholarship. And so that opens up diversity within each of these posses. We've got young people from underserved communities. We've got young people from some of the top public schools um, in the area all together, getting to know each other, um, forming this bond that enables them to get to campus and have each other's back in a really meaningful way. So for example, um, a, a kid who maybe attends a higher resource school uh, and has never seen much personal adversity is in a posse with someone um, from a challenging area who's seen plenty. And how they're able to help each other academically and socially is a beautiful thing. And it's, it's one of the reasons that the program is so successful because it's not based on the deficits or deficiencies of a community. It's based on on their strengths. It's, it's, it's all about uh, the leadership, both traditional and non-traditional, that they demonstrated in high school, the grit that they demonstrated as excellent students, and then carrying that to campus um, and being there for each other, even as they blossom. And we encourage them to do that. We don't want them rooming together. We don't want them taking all the same classes. They are each other's fallback. Um, and that's one of the things that that makes us unique and gets me excited to go to work every day. So you're a DC native. I've been here a long time as well. It strikes me that what is unanticipated or unappreciated by many people is the strength of the diversity of this economy and this community. Do you think that over the last 15, 20 years in your work life, you've seen a, a significant change in this? In the kind of makeup of the region or in entrepreneurship in the region, which... Which one? I really was thinking from the standpoint of, well, let's put it this way. When I moved here in 79, I found the city to be racially very segmented. You know, you, you could spend you could spend your entire work life and really not come in contact with people that look different from you if you were, if you were white um, coming from, say, New York, coming here to work in D.C. And it strikes me that what I see is much more of a multicultural community here in D.C. I, I see more cross-pollinization now than I did 30 years ago. Am I imagining that or is that actually happening? It's there, but the first thing that comes to mind for me is that that there's more cross-pollinization um, in the professional world and among folks of a certain income. And what I see is that for the lowest income residents of the city, it's still very much segregated. But socially, meeting spaces, professionally, you know, the way downtown, the U Street corridor, the H Street corridor looks, provides more opportunity of the shared workspaces that are all the rave right now, provides more opportunity for um, professionals to engage in a way that I, I don't think was happening as much 10 to 15 years ago. But for the folks who were really struggling, many of them are still living east of the river and have very little contact with that same professional world that I just described. Mm -hmm. So so it's 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 an interesting dynamic. It's still very much a transient city. Um, I I I understand that uh, gentrification on its face is not an evil thing. And there are some wonderful aspects of gentrification in this city um, that have made it a, a more beautiful, more walkable, bikeable place. 
Um, but the fallout, right, the nefarious parts of gentrification are very much impacting those underserved communities who are being forced out of housing, who um, are, 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 are really located in certain areas that they can't move out of, which limits educational opportunities. And no matter, no matter how many vouchers or charter schools you try to throw at the, the issue um, to fix it, it's just, it's, it's still very challenging for those communities. You've got lots of um, elderly folks who um, are losing their homes and not able to live here, but there's been more focus. And I think, I think you have, um, have touched on this within, within the last year. There is more attention being um, paid to how, how unaffordable it is to live here because it's starting to impact uh, young white professionals. And so that, that's my assessment. And so um, as a result, I think fixes are coming. But for the time being, the same folks who were suffering significantly um, when I was growing up in the city in the 80s and 90s are suffering now. Well, what I will say in a reaction to that is that Posse Foundation Strikes Me is very much what I would do if I was an entrepreneur to try to address exactly that, which is if you are if people around you are invisible, you can never work with them to solve problems. And you're nodding, so I think that's right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, there's a reason that uh, Posse DC is one of the 10 sites, right? There is, there's so much talent here. And one of the most important pieces of our mission is that we are shining a light on young people who might otherwise be overlooked by the traditional college uh, admissions process. And in so doing, we are reaching in to Ward 7 and Ward 8 and finding these phenomenal leaders and, um, and sending them off to elite colleges where they are transforming those campuses. So now we have another example of an entrepreneur here in D.C. getting it done in new and interesting ways. Tamara Wilds Lawson is Austin, D.C. director. Go get them. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, John. If you have an idea for something that we should shine a spotlight on, don't forget to reach out to us at, at What's Working DC. And don't forget to tell your friends you can always find our podcasts on iTunes. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Goodbye. Venture X from Capital One is the travel card for people always asking, Where next? You earn 10x miles on hotels and rental cars and 5x miles on flights booked through Capital One Travel and 2x miles on everything else you buy with Venture X. Plus, receive premium travel benefits like access to over 1,300 airport lounges. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details.